0: Happy, happy Monday. Hope you had a great Palm Sunday. I am James, your host here at Open Source News. Let's get into what we're covering today. We've got two new, on Monday, tactics to derail President Trump. And we've got two new challengers to President Trump. One isn't really a challenger. The other one will be. We'll get into all of that. But first, let's start off with some good news. Let's start off with some great news. And let's start off with news regarding J6 prisoner and victim of the Marxists in D.C. Jacob, Chans- Jacob Chansley, a.k.a. the Q Shaman, spotted yesterday at a halfway house in the Phoenix area at the 70-bed residential re-entry center coming and going from his top floor assigned unit to grab food and standing outside, smirking while holding a large mug in his hand. Smirking? Damn it, maybe, just maybe, Jacob Chansley is smiling because 27 months of false imprisonment by the government and then being free even in a halfway house where you can come and go not be chained up, not be locked up behind bars or breathe fresh air and come and go and get food is a reason to smile. I wouldn't call that a smirk. I'd call that a smile. Jacob Chansley is a free man, relatively speaking. That is why he is wearing this shirt that says freedom as he spotted outside his room in the halfway house in Phoenix. His shirt says it all. Well, why, what, why did this happen all of a sudden? This is good news, but why did it happen all of a sudden? Well, the uh, let's go back to the beginning of this uh, thread. CBS News is saying prison, the Bureau of Prisons wouldn't comment on Chancellor's case specifically, but they said that recent changes have been made regarding the First Step Act assessment. And then it goes through all these things And they're pretty much saying that because of these new rules and how you get assessed for good behavior, that that is why Jacob Chansley is now at a halfway home and not in prison. I think it's more accurate to say that Daily Mail's coverage of it is probably more accurate. Q Shaman Jacob Chansley is released 14 months early from prison after January 6th footage showed him being escorted by cops inside the Capitol. The rat bastards got caught entrapping Jacob Chansley. Tucker Carlson showed that footage on national television, sparking a backlash and a conversation, investigations by Congress, and the corrections people said, hey, you know, it's 12 months where you can be eligible, let's just get Jacob Chansley out right now, take the heat off of us, and then just say that it's a routine under federal guidelines that we got him out a couple months early. Most likely, it's because of this footage that was shown. By the way, Kevin McCarthy, if by any chance you're listening to this podcast or watching my show on YouTube or Spotify in video format, I highly doubt you are, but if someone can get to Kevin McCarthy Go ahead and release all of that footage to us publicly, to other media outlets, and let us crowdsource the truth from that video footage. Tucker Carlson did his part. He's no longer on it because the Paul Ryans and the TDS-riddled rat bastards over at Fox News want no more coverage of this. We want to see that footage. Release it forthwith, please. All right, so uh, he would have been released in the final 12 months of sentencing, but looks like they're getting him out early, once again, because of this footage. Because they try to paint Jacob Chansley as his wild insurrectionists, but we saw that he was being escorted and entrapped. Thank you, Tucker Carlson, for your good work on this, and your producers, Kevin McCarthy, hand that information over to the rest of us so we can crowdsource the truth. All right, let's talk about some challengers to President Trump. But first, let's talk about some supporters. If you watched my episode yesterday, I ended with Rick Grinnell calling for all Republicans to endorse President Trump. Fall in behind him, support him. Let's get this thing going. Jim Banks, Indiana of Indiana, publicly endorsing Donald Trump after the indictment. He breaks down the indictment in this uh, conversation he had with WIBC's Tony Katz, and I think it's important that we take the minute or so to listen to this conversation, because not only does he remind us of what a hoax this indictment is going to be and is, but also the reason why President Trump is the Republican, the Presidential candidate that we must rally behind. Let me cut to the chase. We like winners, not pansies. We need winners, not pansies.
1: This is a despicable example of a, um, a of a, a political persecution of the Democrats weaponizing the justice system to stop a man from running for president because they're afraid of him they're afraid of him becoming the president again that's what this boils down to Al
0: they're afraid of President Trump becoming president again so they're using lawfare and weaponizing government to interfere in our process in 2024. absolute interference'
1: I've been Bragg
0: previously
1: uh, declined or even recommended not to pursue these charges because he knew they were flimsy when he was the deputy uh, district attorney. He campaigned for district attorney on doing this. He, remember, George Soros funded his campaign. He based his campaign on putting Donald Trump behind bars. And
0: Yeah, they c- campaigned on an outcome, not an investigation. And as... Jim Banks put it out, this was passed over by not just the federal government, but by Alvin Bragg himself previously. But of course, he takes orders from someone else, from the Obama, Georgie, Porgy, Zorro folks, and they said, hey, we need you to do this. And like a little puppet, like a little house slave, he does what he's told.
1: And that that's what we have to remember. This is politically motivated, and uh, it, it it it's a these are flimsy charges. I I imagine they're gonna they're gonna fall apart as he predicted in his previous role. But it's just another example of the links that the left will go to. To weaponize government and their powers against their political enemies, but here's,
0: but here's the thing, folks. This is the important part I want you to listen to.
1: The thing about Donald Trump that makes him different: the man does not back down. That's why I support Donald Trump. He doesn't back down, and, and he's not going to back down on this. He's going to fight back. He's and and uh, and this is just the beginning.
0: Yeah, this is just the beginning. But President Trump's a winner. He's not a pansy, he's not a piker, he's not a loser, he's not a a grifter, he's not uh, there because of nepotism, he's there because he merits uh, his position, wasn't in politics, came in, brought in a successful businessman's mind, and became the greatest president of our lifetime, even with all the animus and the distractions and the constant attacks. Okay, this is the entire 15-minute conversation, but I wanted to pay, play though that, that first minute or so, which had the meat of it. Once again, the reason why he's supporting Donald Trump, he doesn't back down. He's not going to back down. He's going to fight. And this is just the beginning. I think this is another chapter where Donald Trump is going to come back on top in the end. Another chapter, why? Oh, Russia, 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 Ukraine, Ukraine, Ukraine. Uh, Mueller investigation, the entire Obama FBI and uh, uh, James Comey FBI after him, the entire uh, intelligence community after President Trump, uh, before, during, and during his first term, the constant fighting against the Democrats, the rhinos, the Republicans, the warmongers, and what did President Trump deliver amid all of that animus and attacks against him in his first term? The best, the, the best presidency in our lifetime. Even Jeb Bush agrees with the first part of what Jim Banks said. Bragg's predecessor didn't, co- didn't take up the case. The Justice Department didn't take up the case. Bragg first said he would not take up the case. This is very political, not a matter of justice. In this case, let the jury be the voters. Oh my gosh. Put this down in the record books. James BCP on April 3rd, so it's not April Fool's, even though this post was on April Fool's, agrees with Jeb Bush. Just like Jim Banks said, you know, this was all passed up before Alvin Bragg and his predecessors. It is political. And Jeb Bush is absolutely right here. I know it's weird for you to say it. It's not a matter of justice let the jury be the voters, like the jury said to Jeb Bush in 2016. No, thank you. Now, hopefully, in 2024, we won't have a tainted jury pool. You know what I'm saying with all of that. Governor H. Hutchinson, Asa Hutchinson. The former governor of Arkansas thinks that President Trump should step aside, that this is a distraction for him. There's a reason why he's saying all of this, of course.
1: There is a presumption of innocence. You suggested recently that if Trump were to get indicted that he should drop out of the race. Do you believe that now that he's been indicted, should he drop out? Well, I do. First of all, the office
0: is more important than any individual person. And so... uh, it is more important than any individual person. That's why we must protect the executive branch from partisan attacks. By the now par- partisan disagreements, fine, but the judicial, branch, judicial branch is not a political branch per se and should not be involved in law enforcement going after this. But Asa Hutchinson wants President Trump to just step aside and deal with these things because they're distractions.
1: Uh, For the sake of the office of the presidency, I do think that's too much of a sideshow and distraction, and he needs to be able to concentrate uh, on uh, his due process, and there is a presumption of innocence.
0: Concentrate on his due process, on his innocence. Why is Asa Hutchinson really saying this, folks? I mean, as I just outlined for you, President Trump was the peace and prosperity president Peace and prosperity, President. Destroyed ISIS. Got us into no new wars. Started bringing back our troops home. Not in the FUBAR manner that President uh, Biden, President Biden, air quotes, did in Afghanistan. Low interest rates, which hurts on one end, but was great for the housing. Black unemployment down. Black home ownership up. I bring this up not because of color, but because these are the things that they, the, the Democrats champion, but was actually done under Republican President Donald Trump. Things were roaring, even though he had two hoax impeachments, Mueller investigation, Ukraine, 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 and all this animus from people within and without his party. And Asa Hutchinson says that the office is more important than, and that uh, uh, Donald Trump should step aside and concentrate on his legal things because he can't be distracted from the office. Well, no, the real reason is because of this.
1: If Donald Trump manages to win the nomination again, becomes the Republican candidate for president, will you support him. I'm running because I believe uh, that I am the right time for America, the right.
0: I am running. Yeah, Asa Hutchinson is doesn't want President Trump running because he can't compete against him because he's running literally like a democrat. I I want to run, but I can't handle the competition, so I want them out of the race. That's what's happening here with Alvin Bragg and all of these things that they're attempting to do against President Trump. And Asa Hutchinson is in that playbook as well. Well, here's a news flash for you, Asa you're not, not. you have like no gravitas. You have no weight whatsoever. Even if President Trump weren't running, you're a lightweight. You are a freaking lightweight. That's what this is all about. He doesn't want President Trump in the race with him because he can't beat President Trump. Just like the Democrats don't want President Trump in the race because they can't beat him. I suspect they don't think that they can pull off their... Democrat math again in 2024. ASA, you're the former governor of Arkansas. Shouldn't you not be on television promoting your upcoming April 26 official announcement? Even though you just said you're a, you are running and dealing with the tornadoes ripping through Arkansas and heading all the way over uh, to uh, to Delaware. Shouldn't that where you should be, Asa Hutchinson, if you really want to show the people you've got leadership skills? Oh, of course not. You're just a politician cozying up to the negative press and trying to knock out your opponent. Not knock him out in the ring. Knock him out before he can even get in the ring with you. Despicable. Despicable. Now, folks, that's the first person that's a lightweight, that's not a competition to President Trump in the primaries. I've been saying on this show and channel for a while that I think the real person that President Trump is going to be going up against in the 2024, once President Trump easily gets the Republican nomination in the primary, is Gavin Newsom. Gavin Newsom is who President Trump will be running against in 2024. We know this because, as I've covered before, it's already been announced that uh, uh, President Biden, who is too old to travel, as covered uh, yesterday. Literally, the White House says he's too old to travel. They've got to space out his events. It was announced that Gavin Newsom is going to be a very strong surrogate for Joe Biden. This is how I think it'll work out. Joe Biden will announce that he's running in 2024. His surrogates will go out there somewhere along the line. It'll be because of uh, these documents. Yeah, we haven't forgot about the classified documents. The documents, for some other reason, he will resign, but he'll blame it on health or something else. And then he'll say, but my guy out there who's been out there, Gavin Newsom, campaigning for me, he's going to take my place, and they'll bring in Gavin Newsom. How do I know this this is what's going to happen? Well, here's further evidence, folks. Gavin Newsom, I'm launching a new organization, Campaign for Democracy. America is an existential struggle for democracy. Extremist Republicans are systematically attacking the very foundations of our free society, denying women equality. No, we're not. Attacking common communities of color. No, they're not. Uh, the Opportunity Zones by President Trump did more for business and opportunity uh, in inner cities with high concentrations of people of color than the Democrats have done. That was under Trump. Fetishing weapons of war, uh, thats I guess that's one way of saying that we support the Second Amendment. Banning books, oh, I guess that's a mischaracterization of having pervy, uh, age-inappropriate smut taken out of our schools because parents don't want that in there. Once again, that's an attack on parents' rights because as a true Marxist bastard, Gavin Newsom believes that the government is our children's parents. Restricting speech isn't that rich coming from a Democrat that's always silencing conservatives and undermining the right to vote because we don't want illegal aliens uh, voting in our elections and we don't want other hanky-panky. It's un-American. It's undemocratic. Time to fight back. Join us. President, uh, uh, President Biden is starting his campaign early with Gavin Newsom taking on red states in their own states. Hmm, that sounds like a national campaign. Because Gavin Newsom's going to be running for president. Kind of like Ron DeSantis out there with his book tour. Because he's planning on running for president.
2: Let's be direct. We can't solve a problem without first identifying it. And the problem in our country right now? Authoritarian leaders who are so hell-bent on gaining power and keep...
0: Showing Ron DeSantis in that clip. Showing Governor Greg Abbott in that clip. By whatever means... Showing President Trump in that clip. Necessary
2: that they're direct.
0: Showing uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders in that clip, the replacement for Asa Hutchinson in Arkansas. We're attacking our
2: freedoms in state after state. That's why I'm launching the Campaign for Democracy. We're going on the road to take the fight to states where freedom is most under attack.
0: Freedom most under attack. I freaking left California and moved to Utah because my freedoms were under attack under Gavin Newsom during the pandemic lockdowns. Isn't that rich for him to talk about it? Literally everything was closed except, of course, the favored big box stores where you could shop, but you couldn't shop at mom and pop stores who sold the same products. Absolute insanity. I'm riled up. Gavin Newsom is a slick, disgusting, nasty politician. And, of course, by uh, virtue of marriage, the nephew of another sneaky, slimy politician known as the former Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi.
2: Where Republican leaders ban books.
0: So, he's going after, uh, you get the point, folks. You get the point here. Gavin Newsom is launching a national federal campaign against President Trump. And the Republicans, he's running for president in 2024 under the guise of helping Joe Biden first. We'll see how and when they do that switcheroo, but I'm pretty sure that's what's going on. All evidence seems to point in that direction. Let's not forget, this is the same guy that during the pandemic lockdowns was found having uh, non-masking, no social distancing uh, dinners at French Laundry while everyone else is locked down. And the same one Uh, who had a lawsuit in which he lost with his executive uh, mail uh, order setting out ballots to everybody. Just, you know, like an actual tyrant, not not respecting the laws that the elections are the purview of the legislators, not the executive branch. All right, speaking of the executive branch, future second-termer of President Donald Trump, I will be leaving mar lago on Monday at 12 noon. Uh, it, this is probably going to go up about the time that President Trump is leaving Mar-a-Lago on Monday to head to D.C. And I'll be leaving Mar-a-Lago on Monday at 12 noon heading to Trump Tower in New York. On Tuesday morning, I will be going to, believe it or not, the courthouse. America was not supposed to be this way. And he calls it exactly what it is. Interference. I want to thank everybody for the tremendous support you have given me against this assault on our nation. Our once beautiful USA is now a nation in decline. Radical left thugs and insurrectionists have taken over our country. He's not talking about J6ers. And are rapidly destroying it. They're using the levers of law enforcement and have completely weaponized the FBI and DOJ to interfere with, uh, you know what, we are now living in a third world country and we will come back and make America great again. Now, he said this is interference. Of course it is. As I reported over the weekend, Tucker Carlson and uh, uh, Harmy Dillon talked about this, but now it's making the news that they really are going to try to gag President Trump, who yesterday was business as usual, enjoying golf and what have you, but we know that Manhattan's acting supreme court justice Juan Mercan has been described as a no-nonsense judge and he's not going to hesitate to jail someone for breach of a gag order and that's what's about to happen president trump announcing yesterday that he would be having a uh, he will be delivering remarks on tuesday at 8:15 p.m. So President Trump is planning on flying into, well, he's leaving today, flying from Mar-a-Lago to Trump Tower, being at Trump Tower, reporting to the courthouse on Tuesday, tomorrow, and then being back in Mar-a-Lago the same day to deliver his remarks. Well, they don't want him to do that. As I reported and pointed out over the weekend, we now have this update as of today, April 3rd, from the Daily Mail. Trump's lawyers do believe that the Manhattan judge will impose a gag order today and will ban President Trump from talking about his arrest on Tuesday with a penalty of 30 days jail time or a $1,000 fine. Once again, they are trying to take President Trump out of the race and not allow him to campaign. He's got free speech, right? We've seen them. They did this to, to uh, Roger Stone. This is... What these Marxist bastards do. They can't beat you, so they try to silence you. Trump could be gagged by a Manhattan court on Monday ahead of hearing. His legal team is considering hiring a First Amendment lawyer. It comes as Trump prepares to fly to New York to be formally arraigned. The legal team of Donald Trump is preparing for a New York judge to slap a gag order on him today. Wow. The extraordinary move to potentially silence a candidate for president will likely inflame Trump supporters as he prepares to fly out of his Florida home. Uh yeah, I'm inflamed and have been over the weekend over this talked about plot. But now it's being reported that Trump's lawyers are preparing for this today. This is our this is our early edition. If and when that happens later today, I will report on our report on it. And if my report comes out before that happens, we will talk about it tomorrow morning and I will be giving you real-time coverage of the, uh, the, uh, the arrest and arraignment of President Trump tomorrow as well. The Trump legal team now thinks that the Manhattan judge will take the unprecedented step of silencing the presidential for- front-runner with an unconstitutional gag order. The Trump legal team is considering adding a First Amendment lawyer to the effort to combat this and will fight it all the way. And as we saw, the, it could trigger $1,000 and a prison sentence as much as 30 days under New York law. That is why President Trump has been saying and reeling against Murchan, and, of course, saying exactly what this is, that this is interference, absolute interference. But, folks, this is an interesting article uh, in the Western Journal. Bragg is looking to charge Trump with a felony, but he could land in prison For years instead. Now this is not going to happen of course. But the point is that Alvin Bragg. Who's trying to hang a felony charge on former President Donald Trump. Has been involved with and is not investigating a charge that's even bigger than the misdemeanor charges of President Trump. And that is leaking grand jury information to the press. As noted by Newsweek. Pieces of the indictment but not the full document have been leaked to the media. That's why we know that there's supposedly 30 counts against Trump and at least one felony. Leaking grand jury documents is a felony in New York. And that means Bragg's could be in trouble. That's according to Alan Dershowitz. Now, of course, nothing's going to happen, but the offense of Alvin Bragg and his office leaking grand jury information to the press is a felony and a bigger crime than the misdemeanors that Alvin Bragg, ironically enough, is trying to pin on President Trump. But folks, that's not the end of President Trump's troubles. We have this breaking news coming out from the Washington Post, which is probably accurate because the Washington Post, not that they are real news, but they they are part of the propaganda arm of the Marxists. The Washington Post is very, very cozy with the State Department and the DOJ, the Deep State State Department and the Department of Injustice. And they are saying that ex-staffers, emails, texts, are guiding investigators who suspect that Trump went through boxes after the subpoena and that they have more evidence to charge President Trump with obstruction of justice with the Mar-a-Lago documents. Justice Department and FBI investigators have amassed fresh evidence pointing to possible obstruction by former President Donald Trump in the investigation into top-secret documents found at his Mar-a-Lago home, according to people familiar with the matter, who, of course, are selectively leaking to the Washington Post. The additional evidence comes as investigators have used emails and text messages from a former Trump aide to help understand key moments last year, said the People, who, like others interviewed for this article, spoke on the conditions of anonymity to discuss an ongoing criminal investigation. The new detail highlights the degree to which special counsel Jack Smith's investigation into the potential mishandling of hundreds of classified national security papers at Trump's Florida home and private club has come to focus on the obstruction element of the case whether the former president took or directed actions to impede government efforts to collect all sensitive records. Another extension of the same witch hunt and hoax. Meanwhile, mums the word and total cooperation and even a cover-up operation by the government on Joe Biden, who had no reason to have top secret and classified documents in his garage, in his home, in the, uh, the UPenn-Biden Center, but they're trying to go after President Trump with obstruction, even though he was a president and the highest authority for classifying declassif- and declassifying documents had a skiff at mar lago but we're supposed to ignore that Joe Biden act is the actual criminal as the Chinese had access and were paying for access to these documents. Right blatantly before our face. So as I said, there's two things are going out. There's two people going after President Trump. Asa Hutchinson, a a, a lightweight who will be smashed and left by the roadside forthwith. And Gavin Newsom, who on the national stage will be more formidable, not because he's a great politician, but because he will have the full might of and cooperation of the leftist journalists and the machine. That's going to be interesting to watch Trump absolutely destroy Gavin Newsom. And then we have these two things against President Trump. The gag order supposedly uh, coming today and the Jack Smith special counsel investigation into President Trump. And I want to end with these last two news items of great interest. Great work going on over the Gateway Pundit, uh, break, uh, breaking down what's really going into the politics of the Alvin Bragg office, chief investigator at Manhattan DA's office, Susan Hoffenberg,er previously donated to Biden and other Dems. The chief and the investigative division of the Manhattan District Attorney's office has a history of donating to a Democrat political, to, 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 do, to donate to Democrat political candidates. And they've got here the records that she is a Biden supporter and a big supporter monetarily, putting her money where her mouth is of the act blue for the Democrats. This should come as no surprise that this is a conflict of interest considering that Trump is a leading opposition to the Democratic Party. If this were the other way around, they would be screaming about this from the Democrat rooftops. But of course, we know that they are hypocrites. And it's also, I feel silly for even reporting on the obvious. The obvious that these are two-faced liars and that we're facing a two-tier system. And we have Saudis who are going to cut oil production by half a million barrels per day. We now have gas shooting up 6% in the last 24 hours because of this. And of course, we're supposed to be energy independent. Oh, that's right. We were under President Trump. But all of that was ixnayed by Joe Biden. Which leads us to the last story of a guy who actually fell for the lies of Joe Biden. And that is Democrat Joe Manchin. Who all of a sudden is seeing, oh my goodness, Biden lied. He's not keeping his word when it comes to the Inflation Reduction Act.
2: What we agreed on, the president I agreed on, that what this bill would do, it would give us energy security. It would bring manufacturing back.
0: How would it give us energy security when this same president killed energy security that we had under President Trump? Joe Manchin, you're a fool. You're a useful idiot for us on the right because you really are, cons- uh, you're a rhino. You should be You should be in the Republican party and we complaining that you're a rhino.
2: Back to America as quickly as possible. We would not be relying on foreign supply chain such as China to run our transportation mode. We talked about all of that. We would pay down debt for the first time in 20 years. We talked about all of that. We agreed exactly that's what it should do.
0: should get it in writing, Joe Manchin. And that IRA, the Inflation Reduction Act, outlined with all the pork and stuff like that, that this wasn't going to happen. You got taken. You got strong-armed in, in, into signing up for this. And now you're trying not to lose face for falling for the old okey-doke.
2: And now to have... Different parts of his administration basically administering it and writing rules and regulation that are totally foreign to what we did is wrong. And I'm going to fight that. You need to speak truth to power, but basically hold people accountable.
0: Oh, Joe Biden isn't keeping his word to you. You didn't know that Joe Biden is a freaking liar. You didn't know that the Inflation Reduction Act. Isn't a, a, refla- a, a, a an inflation reduction act that his bureaucrats will be writing new rules and laws that go against America? This comes as a surprise to you, Joe Manchin?
2: And I'm hopeful that the president will step forward and tell his administration we will follow the law. We will do what the bill
0: was right. intended to do. Joe Biden, follow the law. You expect Joe Biden to do that. You're a bigger fool than I thought, Joe Manchin. And as far as Democrats go... I actually like you. All right, folks. A lot of things planned are supposed to happen today. Uh, Meet back with me much later this afternoon or evening. I'll give you an updated report. Thanks for being here. Please do not forget to like, share, and subscribe. Uh, If you're new around here, um, make sure that you plug in. You like, share, subscribe, and hit the notification bell. I bring you the real news every day, generally twice a day. Yesterday, we only had one report, and I think 10 days before that, we only had one report as well, generally bringing you reports twice a day. We do have a sister channel called The BCP Report. Link. The link to that is down below, and I have another show called BCP Unfiltered, where I talk about things that I can't quite touch on YouTube where this show is primarily watched. You can also watch this particular show on Spotify or listen to it in a podcast uh, format. You can find all of that uh, over at bcppodcast.com. Until the next one, ciao, goodbye, God bless.